Hello there, you're listening to the Park Crush Podcast. This is a Thing Park Podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me as ever is Josh. Hello there. Hello there, Josh. How's it going? Good, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Feels weird to be recording this on a work day, technically. technically. But we're both uh, slacking off, I guess. What's going on here? I mean, you're supposed to be working from home. Yes. Have you... Have you been productive? Yes. Oh, you have? So, yeah. oh nice. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Do people from work listen to this then? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Probably oh. not. Hopefully well, not. if you are listening, uh, Josh has been very productive. In fact, I-, I wanted to do the podcast earlier, but you were so busy. Yes. Um, knuckling down that, that we simply had to wait until later in the day. But we are here now to do the podcast. And this week, Josh, we've been a little bit light on news there's been some disney management changes oh, oh boy <laughs> men in suits yeah. swapping jobs and stuff sounds very exciting the, the only one thing to take away from that is a lot of people have been saying it's because galaxy's edge has been doing poorly that's a load of crock yeah i don't see it i i don't know what people's expectations were for galaxy's edge were they ex- still expecting queues to be winding yeah. throughout the park i don't know, I don't know because Obviously, Disneyland California has always been more of a locals park, and yep. inevitably there's going to be uh, peaks and valleys there. Oh. Uh, Disney World is more of a tourist destination, yeah. and so is pretty much always packed. Yep. And I imagine Galaxy's Edge is still doing just fine yeah. there. And they've got you know limited numbers, and you know they've been doing things at California at least, haven't they, to keep the queues down? Yes. So. And it will it will pick up again in in a big way when yeah. Rise of the Resistance opens, which a lot of people have not gone this year because it was going to be extra busy. Mm. So they've tried to keep away from that reason. Maybe over the amount of people have done that. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I mean, the only other thing we've seen news wise really is that the uh, Disney Gondola transport s- system, the Skyliner is system, fully up and running. Yeah. What are your thoughts? You've been looking at some. I've, I've watched far too many videos. POV videos. Yeah. Arms out. Woo! Woo! Look no. at me, Ma! <laughs> Very exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, I think they're pretty cool, actually. Um, there's like one of them that comes from Pop Century that's like skirts along the lake, which is really cool. Right. Um, one thing I haven't been able to tell is whether they you have to disembark at every station. I wouldn't have thought so. So to get from like Epcot to Hollywood Studios mm. you have to go uh, or even from Epcot to Pop Century you'd have to go from Epcot to uh, Riviera to Caribbean to Pop Century right and it's like do you have to disembark at Caribbean and then queue up again and then queue up again and then at the same at Riviera and then again at Caribbean just to get or but the videos keep cutting away well <laughs> and it's like God damn it! I, I wouldn't have thought so. That that would seem really impractical to me. So yeah. I would expect that you can just stay on it pretty much as long as you like until you that, want to get off. That's what I would assume. You definitely have to disembark. Uh, much like how the train to, works at Magic Kingdom yes, and other you, theme park transportation. You definitely have to disembark to get to Hollywood Studios. That is a separate loop. Right. Uh, a fork, I guess you could say. But I don't know if you could just go all the way from Epcot's Pop Century in one go. Uh, a lot of people have said that um, it stopped while they're in the air to let um, like differently able people on. Yeah, um, and it has 
stayed cool in the ah. So the the passive aircon yes. by the window windows. being open a bit. Have you seen it? Is working. Well, them those windows are well open. Oh, are they? Yeah, a lot more open than the ones are on the uh, Emirates airline in London. <laughs> But, I mean, we don't really need passive aircon. If anything, you want those windows shut yes. so you can stay well, nice yeah. and toasty. In the summer, it I gets... mean, winter is coming, Josh. I don't know if you've it's, noticed. True. It's pretty dark in the yeah. morning, and it's getting dark pretty early. Bleak. <laughs> it's getting bleak. Yeah. It wasn't a pleasant walk to the studio today. No. It has been for months quite a nice walk to do. But today, not, not so much. Anyway... As, as I said, it, we're a bit light on news, so we've got uh, something else to talk about this week. We've had an idea. Actually, Ooh. I kind of thought heading into today, I mean, we were planning this in advance, obviously, and yesterday I thought, oh, okay, we're light on news for, for tomorrow's recording. However, maybe we'll be able to spend some time talking about this theme park video game that you recommended to me. <laughs> theme park what's it called idle, idle theme park tycoon idle theme park tycoon on phone yes i tried it this morning and i thought it was garbage oh yeah no 100 percent. oh <laughs> why, why did you recommend it to is this some kind of sick prank oh i, I, would, I know what i'll do i'll make tom waste some of his time i wouldn't say i recommended it as such as you said you'd been playing it. Yep. I mean, that to me seems like a record. I mean, there was no, there was no follow up no. to that. It was just I've been playing this game. You didn't then say it's garbage. Don't try it. You just said I've been playing this game as if to say, you know, give it a go. Maybe. No. 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 <laughs> Are you still playing this game? Uh, yes. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. I kind of like. I'm intrigued to see what the improvements do to the roller coaster and things like that. Right. So you should probably explain what this game even is. Yeah, I guess it's an, one of them old kind of traditional idle clicker type games. Right. Um, I don't really have any experience of idle clickers, so I was a little bit lost. I've played a couple of different ones. Um, there was one, the big one, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, no, I can't remember what it's called. But there's been various different ones where you have to like look after a farm or look after chickens or um, ha- work in a factory or things like that. And basically, you're just clicking to make someone... like You're clicking buttons, basically. Right. That's all you're really doing. But stuff happens. Okay. Um, and, but it rewards you with upgrades and things like that. Mm. Um, and the trick is they reward you early on really quickly with lots of really quick upgrades. Right. Then, as you go through the game, those upgrades take longer and longer and longer. Mm. And at the same time, it goes, "Hey, maybe, uh, maybe you should buy some of these premium coins." What? Well, yeah, that I mean, cost fifty quid. I, I don't. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> See, this, this is exactly why I generally hate playing games on my phone because every game is this. But now with Apple Arcade, well, I started playing it, and I thought, well, what, what is all this about? Because it's not a very, it's not a very active game. No, yeah. you know, it's not. It's idle. You're not getting into the minutiae of theme park design. No, you can't as, change your as prices in Roller Coaster Tycoon and stuff like that. So, I thought, oh, maybe, you know, there must be something to this other than tapping on stuff. But no, there really isn't, and. Um, I'm not even sure I agree that it rewards you a lot up front. I kind of felt compelled almost immediately to spend some money or watch an ad to make stuff go faster. Oh, yeah. The ads, I, the ads are pretty, yeah. It got to the point where I was I was in the car 
wasn't driving. I was in the passenger seat uh, on the way to the shops this morning to have breakfast. And uh, I started playing it. I, I, I legitimately spent pretty much two minutes nonstop watching ads for the purposes of, a, of progressing in this game. Yeah. And I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. I'm voluntarily watching adverts to progress in a game. What uh, is... Yep. What? Yep. So I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm all right. I've had enough of this. I, I like theme parks. I don't need much of an excuse to turn my phone on at the moment because I'm still in that new phone honeymoon phase but, where I just kind of like. But the investor with it. guy looks like John Hammond. That is the only thing I enjoyed. And was that he popped up, and the the guy who sort of teaches you the ropes at your thing park yeah. is uh, the Jurassic Park. And the guy. general manager's called Walt Sydney. <sighs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and look, he's got a castle behind. But Tom, I've unlocked the Jungle Cruise. I mean that. I mean it's, it looks quite nice. I'll I'll give it that. It's got a nice look to it. I have thirty four million bucks in the bank. And how many ads have you got? Look at my roller coaster. How many ads have you got? Uh, too many. <laughs> I I just don't I don't get it. Look I at my shooting it. gallery. I had one of those. Yeah. Well, I didn't you, understand because I had... You have to have a shooting gallery. That's the Well, rules. you start with the shooting gallery. That's the only attraction that you have. Yeah. And then, and then the and guests... Then you the get, Ferris wheel. The guests were getting annoyed because yeah. there weren't enough parking spaces and the queues were too long to get in the park. And all I could think was, why are you even here? All I've got is a shooting gallery and, it, and the <laughs> queue is enormous. What is going on? There's no ramp up. It's pretty much immediately like, oh, the park's too busy. You know what you can do to fix that? Upgrade your gate. That's true. Uh, upgrade your car park. Oh, but you probably haven't earned quite enough money to do that yet. Why don't you spend some cash on these gems? And then you can make it happen quickly. Or well, if that's too much to ask, watch some ads for Apple Music, a service I already have. <laughs> <laughs> what is the point of I this? I don't, I don't get your point, Tom. Yeah, so, uh, everyone, you probably didn't need me to tell you this. Look how big my car park is. But theme park video games on mobile phones are garbage. No. Just don't yeah, bother. Yeah, no, you're right. There's that. There's various roller coaster tycoon games. All made by Atari. Well, that's where that franchise is at now. Yeah. It's just terrible, terrible. The PC version is also straight garbage. Rip off smartphone games. It's a sad state of affairs. It's a sad state of affairs. So I was very, you know, I thought you might, I thought you'd stumbled across something oh, that no. I would enjoy, but no. no. No, no, a total waste of my time. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I thought it would be. I thought it was an amusing gimmick to like. No. Just dump on really. Mainly. No. Yeah. No. You're you're wrong. Well, I think I'm right. We have just dumped on it. So true. We've we've it's given us twelve. Well, not, well, we haven't been talking about it the whole twelve minutes, but it's given us a little bit of podcast time, I guess. Yeah. Um. You know what, Josh? I'm gonna make an executive decision. Oh. As we've been talking about scary a film. thing park video game. Yeah. We're going to start a new series here. Switch reverse it. Pretty soon. We're going to have to because I'm away for two weeks. Well, that's true. That is the main reason. (laughs) (laughs) But we uh, earlier in the year, we ran a theme park film review series. We did. Where we, for our sins, went back and watched every film we could find 
that was based on or inspired by a theme park attraction. There were some great films in there. There, oh, there were. Wait. There were. Uh, there was one great film in there, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. And then there was a lot of garbage. Mm. Um, the Country Bears is something that, to be fair, will probably stick with me forever. We didn't even watch Pirates of the Caribbean. We, no, we, no that, we, we did that purely based on memory. Yeah. I would like to think it holds up, though. Because I mean, it does. It does hold yeah. up, but also, I mean, we we did ourselves out of the best. <laughs> that's true. We didn't even we didn't even give ourselves that. We we all we did was deprive ourselves by not watching pirates, but but watching all the other ones. I mean, in fairness, I hadn't watched most of them, so I had to. Yeah, I had to watch the Country Bears. I yeah. had to watch Mission to Mars. Yeah, I hadn't watched either of them previously. Um, we did rewatch Haunted Mansion. And there was tomorrow. no actual reason to do that. No. We'd seen it, but yeah. we watched it. And Tomorrowland as well. I hadn't seen that one. Yeah, I needed to watch that. I really like the beginning of Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, the beginning of Tomorrowland is my favourite part of that film. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yep, hundred percent. There's stuff to like about Tomorrowland. Yeah, but it's mostly kind of boring. Uh, Brad Bird, right? So he's, he's the that Pixar. Was Brad Bird, yeah. So we did that, and then we ran out of films. There's been a long-running debate as to whether we should do Wonder Park as a sort of honorary entry in the series. I still think we should do Three Ninjas at Magic Mountain. I don't think we should do that. (laughs) Email us, let us know. Email us, let us know, yeah. Podcast at parkrush.com. However, um, something we do have lots of are theme park video games. And I'm not talking about smartphone garbage. I'm talking about the long legacy of Occasionally very good theme park video games that have been released for mostly PC. Pretty much. Sometimes console. Yeah. Over the last, well, two decades or more. Uh, yeah, more. Yeah, three. Yeah, way more. Three decades. Yeah, more like three decades at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's an idea we've had. We're going to make it a reality. Theme park video game review series. Yeah. We're going to try and get our hands on... As many as we possibly can, starting with the original theme park and uh, stretching all the way up to, I guess, Parkitect, which we did talk uh, about yeah, on, on this podcast sometime uh, ago. Planet Coaster. Yeah, that's relatively new, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Parkitect is a 2018. Yeah, release. I guess officially, yeah. So I guess that would be the newest. I mean, I'm not aware of anything that's come out this year. Um, uh, no. So. Not about actual theme parks. No. So you got, yeah, you got Zoo Tycoon coming out. Obviously, we're going to be starting that was, series. Was it Planet 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 Zoo? Planet Zoo, yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to be starting that series next month. Yeah, so get hyped. Whoop whoop! Josh is hyped. It's good to hear. This week we are talking about Nintendo at Universal Parks. Oh but yeah, we're going to take some creative liberty. <laughs> we're going to speculate wildly. Yeah, based on you got to speculate to accumulate. Based on whispers and rumours that have circulated about possible future plans beyond Super Nintendo World, Super Nintendo World, or Super Nintendo Land. I can't always remember is it in which 3D? one it is. Uh, I would hope so. <laughs> uh, is a is a destination opening at various Universal parks over the next couple of years? Japan next year. Yeah, uh, Hollywood. I think the year after that. Yep. And then Florida, uh, again, I don't think they've actually officially said this, but it's coming to Epic Universe. <laughs> Fantastic World. <laughs> which we think will arrive at some time around 2023-ish. Yeah, the uh, fourth, third yes. date. 
at Universal Florida. So um, it's coming to those parks. It's coming to Singapore as well, of course. Of course. Maybe one day it will come to uh, Beijing, which we talked about yeah. last week. Paramount so, Park. Can we get uh, it? Uh, I don't know. Oh. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, well, I mean, you could bring Mario Kart with you to Paramount Park, Josh. I don't know if you've played, speaking of terrible mobile games, have you played the new Mario Kart I game? I haven't. I've heard it's bad. It's, but it's, it's not very good. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a hellscape of, hey... Want to spend some money? Oh, no. No, I'm good, thanks. No, Mario, no. No, Mario. Stay away. Where is this in the canon? And is it, are they, uh, they're acting or? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, there's like a weird Mario backstory where some Mario games, they're sort of putting on a play. Yeah. Or pretending or whatever. Yeah. And then there's some Mario games where it's like, no, that this is happening. This yeah. is real. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't, know. You don't I, know. I've always just assumed it's real. Mario Kart is real. Like they they just get together and race. They're sometimes. actually in races. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Mushroom Kingdom hosts races. Yeah. The. Uh, but it's got a little bit more. Formula Mario. It's got a bit weird in recent Mario Karts because now you have tracks in like other games. It's like true. Hyrule from yeah. Zelda. Oh, okay. So this is. It's like. Um, so it's kind of like. A, they've gone from a regional. Uh, racing competition to an international racing competition. Oh, is that? Do you think that's what? Do you think? Do you think all the different Nintendo worlds from games are? Do you think there is a Nintendo world and the Mushroom Kingdom and Hyrule are on the same planet? Yes. Is that what you think? Yeah. I'm gonna oh, go. Wow. I'm gonna go over that. Oh, or there, there's a Zelda wait. game where you're out on a boat the whole time. Wait. and You never find the Mushroom Kingdom. Wait. What? Mario Galaxy. There is a Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Right. What if? Mm. They're different planets in the same universe. Maybe. And in Mario Galaxy, like around that time, Zelda, Mario find each other. Okay. I'm creating my own canon. You're creating your own canon. Anyway. With, with a bullet bill inside. <laughs> um, so, what we're going to be talking about today, Josh, is what the future could hold beyond. The initial Beyond. Super Nintendo Land plans for Nintendo at Universal Parks because this is a big deal. Nintendo coming to you know Nintendo and Universal teaming up for theme park attractions. It's a big deal. It's kind of kind of a big thing. Nintendo, it's, it's arguably a bigger deal now than it was when it was announced years ago. Nintendo is pretty hot right now. Yeah, the hot Switch. Property. Um, they've put out Stocks some up. hugely critically acclaimed games that have sold gangbusters in recent years. Yeah. So it's a, just brought a new Switch. It's a good time to be a mm. Nintendo fan. Sure is. And Universal have invested hugely in their parks over the last few years. And what we're going to talk about is something that we've touched on in previous episodes in terms of potential future plans, specifically for two other beloved Nintendo IPs that aren't part of this first wave, which is Mushroom Kingdom focused. Yeah. Uh, the Legend of Zelda and Pokemon. Yes. So... I think we talked about Pokemon, where we will start, on our Epic Universe episode when that was officially revealed and announced because what's apparent from the concept art that they have released for that theme park is that there is still a lot of space to work with beyond what is, uh, what appears to what be announced. You know, constructed at the, in the concept art. Yes. And there has been already uh, speculation that something that could come to the park beyond the opening date is Pokemon. There is space next to what looks like the Super Nintendo land for, you know, another Nintendo yeah. area. Mm. And there have been long rumours about Pokemon coming to Universal 
uh, Orlando specifically. I think when, I mean, the original plan to all by all accounts was that Nintendo was supposed to take up the kids' own space. Kids own, yeah. And um, that, I think, was originally meant to be a sort of Super Nintendo, you know, a general Nintendo area. Then I think a little later when it kind of was first hinted that Nintendo would instead be coming to this new park, there was some talk that maybe Pokemon would fill in at Kids Zone. I don't know whether there's anything to that. It does kind of feel like Kids Zone eventually is will go, yeah. surely. Yeah. Like they clearly are prepared it always seems to get rid to of me. it. Yeah, and it and the it's stuff sort of that's there. I mean, away. ET is beloved and iconic, and I'm sure you know. There's always been this talk about them wanting to maintain some Spielberg presence there, mm. and that's all that's left at this bring stage. Bring back Jaws. Could just bring back Jaws. That would solve the problem. Uh, bring back Jaws, but with a magic up. But other than that. With and I'm Gira, sure this Gira stuff Doss. is bigger in the US than it is here, but like Barney, Faisal, the yeah. mouse, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't that, know. That, I remember Barney. Barney used to be a big, big Barney fan. Yeah, Woody Woodpecker. Um, Woody Woodpecker, yeah. That stuff all feels like do kids really care anymore? No. I mean, I like you, I love Barney. Yeah. There's an old home video in our loft somewhere of me dancing along to the Barney show at Universal when I was about five. Yeah. The, there I is say five, I was probably about 17. There is a story of uh, my brothers hating the fact that we had to go watch Barney because of me. Oh, right. So, uh, no, I was all I was well on board. Love well, yeah, but my, my brothers would have been uh, 18-ish and I oh, was right. five. Oh, okay. So, so they weren't into it. No. That's fair enough, I guess. But, yeah, I, I, I feel like Kidzone, at some point, that possibility of it being replaced will, will come about again. And... Pokemon, whether you know, I know we've just said Pokemon seems like it might be earmarked for Epic Universe. Yeah, could it be earmarked for Kid Zone? I don't know. I just feel like if this Nintendo deal has legs beyond the first uh, land that comes, mm. surely Pokemon is up their sleeve in yes. terms of yeah. a future land. What would you want from a? Pokemon land at a Universal Park. What kind of stuff do you think they could Jaws, tap into? But replace the shark with a Gyarados. <laughs> and do we still shoot it with a grenade? <laughs> we throw a Pokeball at it. We throw a Pokeball at it. Yeah? Yeah. I could go for that. Yeah. But, I mean, it feels to me like I think the commitment that they've talked about for Nintendo stuff that's already announced or, you know, widely assumed to be coming, like Mario Kart. This Yoshi ride. Yeah. Um, interactivity seems like it's going to be a big part of it. That Yoshi ride is just the people mover, right? It seems like it's an Omnimover type ride, yeah. Mm. But I don't know how interactive that would be, but it seems like they are going to be trying to have some form of interactivity on all these rides because obviously they're based on video games. It's a big part of, uh, of, of these attractions. So I feel like that would be something they would be trying to do with Pokemon as well. Yeah. I guess a lot of that is around the Pokeball stuff, right? Like you would think so. Yeah, it's, po- it's like battling, it's capturing, it's yeah. What do you do there? Um, you could have like, I mean, you think you think about the popularity of Pokemon Go, the idea of being able to see Pokemon in the real world and catch them, mm. and then you think about the kind of stuff that Universal has done in the Harry Potter lands with the wands. There yeah. seems to me like there's a very 
sort of obvious marriage of those two concepts there. Yeah. Where you can somehow see Pokemon, you you know, roaming about in these lands. and You, you have a Pokédex. Yeah. And you see some ruffling grass. And then when you bring your Pokédex up, it opens up the grass and the Pokemon pops up. Yeah. I think there's definitely potential there to buy, to, to, for Universal to sell you a Pokédex. I want a Pokédex. Did you have a Pokédex when you were a kid? No. I had a Pokédex. That was like, so, you know, if I get dragged into Banana Republic at the Florida Mall these days, straight on the phone. Yes. I don't give a damn. Of no, what yeah. We're looking at. But back in the day, Josh, wasn't a phone I was whipping out. It was my Pokédex. <laughs> I didn't have a. I didn't have an iPhone when I was six. What did you do on your Pokédex? Started a Pokédex. Oh, I just sort of looked at the Pokémon, I guess. You know, it's better than looking at Cashmere or whatever. Cashmere, <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> whatever my mum was looking at in there. So I remember I had a a game that was kind of like a Pokédex, but not quite. Where you had to scan barcodes on things. That sounds thrilling. And then you like captured monsters from these barcodes. Well, any old barcodes. Yeah, just any old barcodes. Like so, like going Sainsbury's was like my dream <laughs> at that point. <laughs> yes, scan all the things. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, you weren't that into Pokemon Go though. Had you grown out of it by then, or something? Yeah, I was like six. <laughs> I Pokemon mean, I like... Go was straight trash. Pokemon Go is great. No. It is. It's not. Yes, it is. I want to play Pokemon from the comfort of my own home. If I have to walk down the street to catch a Pokemon, pointless. Well, yeah, but I mean, that was kind of... it. Was, I never went out to play Pokemon Go. If I was out, I might play Pokemon Go, though. You get me? <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't play games when I'm out I mean, walking that, down the street. That first summer of Pokemon Go was pretty, pretty good. Everyone was playing Pokemon Go. I, I was not. Well, you were missing out, Josh. Eh, I don't think I was. Yeah, you were. Like, you. What rights do you have? You recommended me Idol Theme Park Tycoon. Uh, what do you know about mobile games, Josh? Didn't recommend it. You've been playing it. Just said I was playing it. I didn't well, say I says, recommend it. That tells me enough. That tells me enough. I very specifically didn't recommend it. Just Ugh. like to point that, put that out there. Uh, don't I mean, play this game. I don't recommend it. <laughs> I mean, Pokemon. Pokemon's arguably... I mean, because Pokemon isn't fully owned by Nintendo, is it? Like, it's owned by the Pokemon company, and Nintendo, I think, have a stake in the Pokemon company. Yes. So, I was about to say Pokemon is the biggest thing Nintendo has. I don't know. That might be pushed... I don't know. I mean, Pokemon is massive. Mario's pretty big. Mario is big. But I don't, I don't know. I feel Pokemon's like Pokemon almost has more widespread recognition. Pokemon has more buying power. Because Pokemon like Mario, you think of Mario and you think of specifically you think of the you think of video games. I think Whereas if I say to my mum, oh Pokemon, she will probably think of all the hours I wasted watching the T V show. Yeah. I think Mario has more buying power, but Pokemon makes more money. Mm. If that makes sense. They could sell a hell Mario gets you through the door. Hell of a lot of Pokemon makes you the Bank. Hell of a lot of Pokemon merch. At, can you? Ma- I mean, that's that's another thing about this. I mean, clearly, there's like 500 plushies you could make. Well, exactly. Any plans you have, any plans Universal might be cooking up for Nintendo stuff at their parks, are also going to be, you know, heavily influenced by merch potential. Oh, yeah. And I don't think any Nintendo property has as much merch potential as Pokemon. What? Do you, what is the? shop what does the shop look like does the shop look like professor oak's lab 
You that, that's got to be a thing. Surely you make it like um, the the department store. Or... Oh, yeah, that would make more sense. I mean, there's literally shops in the game. Yes, that's true. I, I mean, I, I guess we're both agreed that a Pokemon land would be Kanto region, right? It would be OG Pokemon stuff, not I think you could put later stuff. Different ones in different places. I mean, assuming there's only going to be one. Yes. And do you think it will be an epic universe, or do you think it they'll bring it to... I think I could see them putting that at Universal. You reckon? Yeah. Mm. Um, I think there's more. There's quite a lot of space back there, but obviously it's only sizable. Yeah, and there's more space behind it. Yeah. And there's an expansion pad there. Um, whether they put it there, the expansion pad is used for Halloween Horror Nights. Mm. Uh, so who knows? Um, but I think there's there's plenty of space to do something back there. Mm. Um, there's probably more space at Fantastic Worlds though. Epic universe, Josh. Yep. Um, Fantastic worlds. But yeah, it's it's. I kind of I like the idea of them having different Nintendo options at each park, though. Yeah. Uh, and and I I'm kind of into the idea of you have your your Mario Mushroom Kingdom stuff in one park. Fantastic you worlds. have something else at another park, and you have something else at another park. Yeah. Uh, you know whether or not there's enough Nintendo stuff to do four things. Yeah. Like, could you have two at Epic Universe, one at Universal, one at Islands? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think you know the, the the Mario Mushroom Kingdom, Zelda, which we're going to get to, and Pokemon are very the, mm. clearly the three yeah. biggest yeah. ones. I think everything beyond that, you're kind of wondering whether or not they could anchor a land by themselves. You'd almost want another. You'd almost want like a a land that combines different properties together, different characters together. Like, could Kirby anchor a land by himself? Probably not. No. But you could maybe have a la- you could have a land that is split into Kirby, Pikmin, and I don't know. Think of a, think of another sort of kiddie Nintendo thing like uh, Metroid. I was struck- <laughs> well, I was, I, Metroid was the only one I could keep think. Metroid keeps entering my brain, but I, I I'm not sure Metroid would really work. Metroid uh, should uh, in, in a thing replace the Terminator show. Metroid in the Terminator show. I mean, the whole gimmick with Metroid is that she can turn into a ball. Samus well, you replace the ball. motorbike section with her being a ball. She turns into a ball. Mm. Have you ever played a Metroid? No. Yeah, oh, they're good games. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I've played uh, um, the GameCube ones, but the sort of the classics on the SNES are yeah. seen as kind of the the best ones. So. But yeah, I, I think um, Pokemon, in terms of interactivity within the land, there's tons of potential. Uh, in terms of like a, how an actual ride would work, I, I, d- I don't know what you would maybe go for. Pokemon Snap the ride. There. Bang. Boom. Got it. Done. Sorted. And you have to take pictures. Yes. Yeah. And you get points because based on how good your pictures are. Mm. And it's basically you, Men in Black. You, so it's basically Men in Black, Midway Mania, etc. But instead of shooting stuff, you're... Snapping stuff. Snapping stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon Snap the Ride. That totally... Yeah. That could work. And halfway through you switch. I mean, it's weird to think, isn't it, that by the time this stuff opens, not not in Japan, but certainly at Epic Worlds... <laughs> the next Nintendo console. Epic Universe, the next Nintendo console will probably be out. Yeah. It, it won't be Switch anymore. It'll no. be something new. Yeah. Switch Blade. Mm. Sorry. Uh, what I kind of like with... If there was more Universal Parks, you could put different Pokemon regions in different areas. So, like, in if there was a Universal Park in the UK... I think you'd maybe have a bit of an overload in that 
at that point, though, no. Uh, well, I like I mean, it. to me, I just think in that in that if you did that, I only care about Kanto region, to be honest. Sure, and, and I think a lot of people probably do feel the same way. Because when you think of people who grew up with Pokemon, it's yeah. that's their Pokemon. Yeah, and I just I think maybe if you were saying, oh, if you want if you want that if you want that Pokemon experience, you have to go to Florida. If you're in Japan, say, you only get... Uh, they're all basically the same experience with a different overlay on them, right? And different Pokemon, no? Well... Like, you're going to have... Cause yeah. I, I, I genuinely, off the top of my head, can hardly name any Pokemon uh, from 152 onwards. There's like Cinderkill or whatever. Yeah, uh, Totodile, the little Crocodile. Head. Yeah, I'm struggling. Um, I'm struggling. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's the Johto region. I don't know, Josh. I believe, in gold and silver. Don't know, mate. I'm not a um, nerd. And then the new one is meant to be like an England sort of setting, so... Yeah, yeah. X and Y set in sort of like a Hawaii-based region. Right. Um, but yeah, I think there's loads of potential with Pokemon, and it, it, it surely got to happen at some point. It just depends where they put it, really. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, they're doing... So they've done a similar thing with Harry Potter, right? Where they put... Yeah, exactly. Um, Hogsmeade in one land, Diagon Alley in another. Looks like they're putting maybe the French Ministry of Magic in Fantastic Worlds. <laughs> yes. Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. They have precedent, if that's the case. Yes. Yes. the right term. For sure. Uh, another Nintendo property... That yeah, I think would be cool to which make is pretty use of hot right parks. now. The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Now this to me is pretty obvious what you do here. It's Hyrule, obviously. Uh, you have Zelda's castle as your sort of linchpin of the land. You have Hyrule Field. Um, you have a little, you know, you could make Coraco Village or something similar as your sort of little shopping area, or you know. Uh, mm. there's loads of, of landmarks and areas and communities and villages that you can recreate from yes. Zelda for the purposes of an immersive theme park experience which version do you make? I think you probably uh, skew towards the kind of vintage kind of quite happy Zelda I don't think you'd want to do a sort of Breath of the Wild or Twilight Princess slightly sort of darker something has gone badly wrong here kind of Hyrule right. I think you want sort of Hyrule at its peak. Everything's kind of fine. Yeah. But clearly a dark ride you could base around, you know, something that Ganondorf is up to. Something's gone awry. Uh, some sort of dark ride experience set in the castle would probably make the most sense from a ride perspective. But yeah, I think there's plenty you could do outside that you could have a little petting zoo like you have at animal kingdom yeah in a little hyrule village or whatever uh you could have people riding around on horses chickens walking uh, around you know gift shops and everything like that that's a big part of zelda is is shopping so yeah i chain think there's chomps. plenty you could do there oh yeah chain chomps <laughs> how is that new zelda you've been playing i really like it um yeah Link's awakening yeah right? um so i played um what, is the, what was the first one I played? I think it was Link to the Past. I can't remember. I played one of them on Color or Advance around that sort of era. Right. I didn't have a clue what you were doing. Yeah. Mm. Um, but now that I like 
I'm an adult and can figure these things no, out. No, you're a grown-ass man. Yeah. I can play so, these... Uh, oh, my God. It makes perfect sense Nintendo to me. Nintendo games. Yeah. You've, you've grown up. You've completed Breath of the World like the pro gamer that you are. And now you've got Link's Awakening. So, yeah. Uh, Zelda is hot right now. There have been two critically acclaimed Zelda games on the current Nintendo console. Uh, there's another one in the offing, a, a sequel to Breath of the Wild. I think Breath of the Wild, um, sorry, Zelda traditionally has always been biggest in America. Like I think it's bigger in America in the West. Oh, really? Than it is in Japan. Huh. Um, I think there's there's just kind of a those kind of big sprawling open world kind of games have always kind of been more popular here than they maybe are in Japan. Where because the Japanese gaming market clearly there is a market for home consoles, you know, PlayStation does well there for obvious reasons. It's handheld stuff that does really well, like when the Switch has done really well there. Uh, all of Nintendo's portable consoles in years gone by have done well there. Yeah. It was basically the only market that really kept the Vita afloat in a serious <laughs> way. The PSP was huge there because it had Monster Hunter on it. Of course. And and there's just a culture more, I think, in Japan of playing games on the go, on the train, etc., and I think that's why Zelda wasn't always quite as big there as it is, like relatively speaking, as it is as it has been in the West. So I I think that if they were to do Zelda, it would make more sense for them to do it at a US park. I kind of like yeah. the rumor there's been uh, previously about it potentially filling in the Lost Continent. Our islands of Adventure, yeah. they were to have a three po- a three pronged assault on Nintendo at the parks. Do you build another castle in? You would then to you would then have neighbouring castles. Yeah, so, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I mean Lost Continent. Obviously, a lot of it was taken up by Hogsmeade, but there's it's still kind of deceptively big because Poseidon takes up quite a lot of space. Not just the yeah. the show building itself, but you have to think of that big sort of area just in front of the Poseidon entrance. Yeah, there's loads it's of It's all like very spaces. grand. It looks great. I think Lost Continent yeah. still has some fantastic sort of, you know, photo opportunities. It's a really... Got the talking fountain. Lavishly put together area. And, um, yeah, I, I've... The I, restaurant would go as well, I guess. I guess so. Mythos. Yeah. Finally, they can take that banner down. They'll have to sort of... Unless they keep it up. as like, <laughs> This was Mythos once, which was the best theme park restaurant for 79 years running. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I'd be game for some Zelda in a theme park. Would Would you say a sort of castle based dark ride would make the most sense for a a ride, yeah. or yeah, could you think of something else that they could go for? Um, I guess the castle. Um, uh, I guess the other thing would be a dungeon, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, that could argue arguably be. Um, a better option in some ways sort of going through a dungeon I mean we we speak about how interactivity might be a big part of this and a big part of Zelda dungeons is is puzzles mm. you know could you potentially have some sort of puzzle solving element on a dark ride like that you know you get stuck and there is a window where the the guests are kind of responsible for solving a puzzle that progresses the ride i mean yeah. clearly you'd put a time limit on something like that so that <laughs> you can't, how long is this cute well there's someone's been stuck Some, on a puzzle <laughs> for hours now 
Um, so no, clearly there would come a part where I don't know Link or someone might be able. I mean, Link doesn't talk, obviously. So yeah. I don't know what you do. Hiya, oh yeah, solves the puzzle. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you could make a really disgusting soundboard out of I just guess, what happened. I um, guess you could what use the same technology from my uh, Pokedex idea um, and rebrand <laughs> it as a like a Sheikah Stone. Oh, from Breath of the Wild. Yeah, have like a sort of hybrid Zelda area. Mm. Take elements from different Zelda games. Yeah. And have the Sheikah Stone thing that then does stuff. Yeah. Yeah, could do. Basically, I'm all about making that bank. It seems that way. Yeah. Seems that way. Uh, and I think sort of tonally as well, out of all the parks, Zelda Islands would maybe make the most sense. That yeah, is, I guess that, it's... That park skews a bit older. It's the eldest think, of those three IPs, I would say. And I think Zelda skews the oldest out yeah. of those... Yeah, out of Mario, Pokemon, uh, Zelda, I think, mm. skews o- older than those two. So uh, in terms of, you know, fitting in to the park I think Zelda would make sense at Islands potentially Pokemon was the first like portable game that I played Pokemon Blue Pokemon Blue yeah so who was that Squirtle then Squirtle yeah Uh, Charmander and Bulbasaur oh nice a Squirtle that I caught in 2016 in Florida in Toon Lagoon recently became a Blastoise on my Pokemon Go congrats thanks it was quite an emotional moment He's been he's you, been in my phone years. for three years. Three years. Yeah. Three, oh yes, twenty nineteen. He's been well, in my phone um, for three years, and now he's a fully grown Blastoise. It took three years. Good boy. Well, they've re- well, I don't think this is actually recently, but I've only just recently started kind of looking at it again. And since I last sort of seriously was playing it, they've introduced this thing where it can now track your steps and your walking and stuff, even when you're not playing the game. Oh, like in, in Pokemon. So if you open Pokemon Go, like before, to, to rack up steps, yeah. you have to be playing the game. And that's how they level up, is it? And Well, so you set a Pokemon as a buddy, yeah. and every kilometre you walk, he gets a candy right. that's relevant to, to that Pokemon, yeah. and obviously use the candy to evolve them. Yeah. So if you set Squirtle as your buddy and go and walk 100 kilometres, okay. you know, you know, cumulatively, you don't have to do it in one go. <laughs> He gets a hundred candy. Uh, he'll, he'll get a hundred candy from that, and that's enough to evolve him into whatever the middle one is, and then Blastoise. War Turtle. War Turtle, and then Blastoise. So it's 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 quite a, it's quite an efficient experience now, Josh. All you need to do is install it, and you don't have to look. You can set a buddy. Don't look at it again for a couple of weeks. Turn it on, and then you're ready to evolve him, and well, then you, you move on to the next. You know one. that was. The, I don't actually play the game very actively. I don't go to gyms and stuff. That was how it worked in the original game, right? Did you know that? No, I, I I loved Pokemon as a kid, but only because of the show. I never right. had a Game Boy or anything like so that. So in the game, I, didn't I don't play know if the games. still is that way. But in the uh, originals, uh, you could there was like a daycare center that you could take your Pokemon to. Uh, well, yes, I know some of this now from uh, Let's Go, which right. is like a remake of those original Game right, Boy okay. games for the Switch. And I then that. the trick was that you would find somewhere where you would walk up you could walk up one, but it would like push you, like you'd slide back down again. Right. And then you'd like go up against that and put something on your up button and then just leave it. Right. Um, and then it would obviously, your Pokemon would level up in the background. Cool. While you was off doing other things. That's excellent. Yeah. Because it was based on the walking. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of it, Josh. Yeah. Those are some of our thoughts on what Universal and Nintendo could dream up beyond Super Nintendo Land, which I, I guess if this stuff came to fruition, 
Super Nintendo Land might be sort of rebranded in some fashion to, you know, make clear that it's mm-hmm. Mario. Super Mario! You might end up in a weird situation where, much like you have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade, you might mm. end up with something like Super Nintendo Land, colon, Hyrule, or Universal's Pokemon, or Epic whatever. Epic Universe's <laughs> Super <laughs> Mario's <laughs> Super Nintendo... Land, colon, the Mushroom Kingdom, or whatever. Yeah, it could get messy. But those are some of our thoughts. If I may be so bold, this is a pretty pretty fantastic opportunity to send some emails in. What would you like to see Universal and Nintendo dream up beyond what we already know about? I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. You can email us, podcast.parkrush.com. We're also on the Instagrams, at parkrushpodcast. I've been Instagramming a lot lately because it was my cat's birthday yesterday. I saw. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks very Theo. much. Ten years old. Yeah. Feels like cat years. Or feels like only human yesterday. Years. That's human years. Wow. I don't agree with cat years. <laughs> it's a nonsense. I don't agree. With what is he like? One hundred and fifty. Something like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He's um, like um, Bilbo. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday was his one hundred and eleventh birthday. Uh, we had the proud feet round. Uh, <laughs> proud foot. Or is it the other way around? Can't remember. Anyway, what are we talking about? Uh, we're signing off. Yeah. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yep. Thankfully. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Or unsubscribe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, on your preferred apps and services of choice. Take it easy. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.